0: Welcome back, folks, to the Mail Show. This is episode 234. It's going to be an internal discussion between me and Robert. We're both still well. We haven't got the plague, either of us, yet. Um, Obviously, in these strange times, listeners and viewers, we thought it was best to have an episode where we discuss how how we, if we were an active agent, how we would be dealing with... Circumstances that we are facing at the present moment. So, I've got my great co host, Robert, with me. Robert, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to
1: the new listeners and viewers? Sure. I'm going to do a little bit of a different in- introduction, and it is going to be a second longer than usual, John, because I think that we're in unusual times. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I'm going to say is that I've been a professional salesperson in the real estate marketing space for 13 years. And the reason that that's relevant today is I was actually in this business when the last market slowdown happened, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011. And some of the things that I'm going to share with you uh, throughout the show and, and that, I've, that I'm going to reference in the show today is going to be tips and tricks that I've created based upon that incredibly unusual experience because I've really been here since actually things were much worse for real estate then than they are now. Uh, I think that real estate is going to end up being uh, a linchpin of our current economy. We just have to figure out how to encourage people to, to do business digitally. And that's what we're going to talk about this show. So with that, John, I have lots of other things I could say about myself. I don't think it's relevant for this show. You go ahead and introduce yourself and let's get off to the races.
0: Yeah, sure, folks. I'm the CEO of MailRite. MailRite offers you a number of online tools to promote your local business, real estate business, and also get quality leads. We're offering a free one-page marketing plan um, which will be personalized for you. Go over to the MailRite site and you'll be able to book a, a session with me personally using Zoom and we'll get that marketing plan developed and given to you for free so like what Robert says we live in unusual times but we're here in this episode to give you some great advice so Robert what where do you want to start off with
1: so let's talk about so I'd like to follow the format that I did um on my um in my letters to my clients and uh i'm going the format that we're going to follow folks is we're going to follow the following format first we're going to talk a little bit about about messaging um and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh the tools to deliver this message virtually and to create a sense of of comfort and stability in times which people might not be be feeling comfortable or stable and then we're going to end we're going to wrap up with some very specific tips about not only how you can survive but maybe even thrive in this particular marketplace. So John, if you don't mind, without any further ado, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to get into it. Is that okay with you? Yeah, sure. Okay. So in terms of marketing and messaging, um, you know, it's funny to me because I remember so vividly the last marketplace. And what struck me that as two similar things that are happening right now is there's a lot of people that are basically climbing onto their roof and they're saying the world is on fire. I mean, effectively, they're going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, and you know what? It, it is definitely something to be concerned about. But here's the thing. You take the precautions that you can take. You do business virtually. You, you socially distance yourself from other people. And then very quickly, people right now are going to realize that beyond those things that they, they, they need and should be doing to keep their family safe, they also need to keep their business safe. They need to keep their livelihood safe. And everybody's going to realize that. Your, your qualified real estate investors, those of you that have them, those people are going to realize that they're looking finally at a market where there's opportunity. And there hasn't really been a lot of great opportunity. You had to look really hard for the opportunities that you're going to find. And right now there's going to be a lot of opportunity right in front of you, especially already I've seen a pickup, a deep pickup in the real estate investment of the real estate uh, development section of real estate. I have clients that are not just doing well, they're doing extraordinarily well. Deals that they've been working on for a while have closed. So how do you, how do you position yourself in such a way that is responsible and proactive? So the first thing is, is I strongly suggest that you have to acknowledge in a very transparent way, exactly what's happening in the world. Um, Nobody knows what's going to happen with real estate. All we know is that real estate is not seeing the impact that the stock market is seeing. So right now, currently, as we speak, real estate prices are still remaining static and they probably will for the next 30 or 60 days as people try to figure out what's happening in the market. We know that money is very cheap and for some people that's scary and for other people they're looking at it and going oh that's a huge that's a huge advantage my advice is not to push one thing or another but to give the message as you understand it do your research look around see how what how people are talking about real estate maybe talk to some of your other compatriots and like like other real estate professionals. I know that usually you guys all stay far separated because you view each other as competition most of the time, but this would be a time to, to, to let go of that and talk to other people and, and ask them questions about, are they seeing an impact in their business? Most of the people I'm talking to aren't seeing much of an impact in their real estate business. Maybe that's just yet, but it hasn't happened. So, Telling your customers first and foremost, whatever the factual reality of your marketplace is, uh, like I sent out an email to my customers saying that right now, um, digital traffic for real estate's down about 15 to 18%, but on all my lead generating campaigns, we are still seeing leads come in, Not at, not at the clip that we were previously, but they are still coming in. Traffic is down not as much as I personally thought it would be. I thought it would be more impacted, but apparently it's only about a 15 to 18% decline. And not only did I do my research on my own 50 or so real estate websites, but also Neil Patel, who has a much bigger audience to compare with, he did an analysis and his analysis showed the exact same thing that my analysis did in terms of real estate, which is that traffic was only currently down about 15 to 18%. So getting that message out to your customers, maybe linking them the reference sources um, would be step number one, basically doing a market update, like, and talking about how, like what you're seeing become a voice of reason and logic inside an illogical world. And I think that it's very important, John, that people do that first, that they be the first voice that, that is hearing. What do you, what do you think?
0: Well, I think you're so right and um, probably a lot of agents ain't going to do that, which is interesting, isn't it? But, um, you know, this isn't the time to send out automatic report, market report, which um, a lot of brokerages will get their agents to sign up for. This is is the time to spend a little bit of time on something personalised that has some real value to the people you're representing isn't it
1: it is it is and that's a great segue so let's just say that you're going to listen to this podcast today and you're going to try to figure out all right i'm i'm going to listen to these guys i'm and you've probably heard the same message from other voices inside the industry i know that two of the guys one of the facebook marketing guys tom travis that i follow he's been saying the same thing tom ferry has been saying the same thing. Christoph Chu has been saying the same thing. So guys, every top producer I know in real estate is taking the precautions that they can take for their family and then they're moving on and doing business with social distancing taken into account. So how do you do that? How would you, the average real estate agent, not somebody that has the kind of audience that Tom or Christoph does, how do you do that? So- John and I have been talking about these things for a long time, and we're going to talk to you about it, a little bit about them today, and we're going, to, we're going to talk about our favorite tools. So the tool that we're using today that I'm going to let John talk about a little bit because he's way more familiar with it. So first and foremost, in terms of virtual communication, the tool that you're looking at us, shoot for those of you that watch the videos, we're using Zoom, Zoom to film these videos. Um, John, just real quick. Can you please tell the audience, like, how long does it take to set up? How much does it cost? How, like, what, what, and what has your experience been using this tool? Because I know you've been using it a lot longer than I have.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, one of the attractions of Zoom is it's very rock solid. But there's been so much additional people signing up for Zoom and general traffic that I understand from some people that it's um, been a little bit iffy. Funny enough, the podcasting I've been doing today, because I do another show earlier on than this, Thursdays on my podcasting day, um, it's still been rock solid. So the main attraction is it's pretty rock solid. Secondly, you can sign up for a fully functioning version of Zoom for free. Its only um, restriction is that the meetings are limited to forty five minutes um, thirdly the the paid version is not expensive really it um and you can get a very good deal a sizable discount if you pay yearly um The monthly paid starter plan is around $15 a year. But if you pay yearly, you get that reduced to $12 a month, um, which works out as something slightly below $150 a year. Considering what you get for that $150, I think it's a very good investment. Are much better than, than Skype and some of the other browser based um, conference based systems, which utilizes technology from Chrome, from Google, and their Chrome browser. Uh, but I've personally found that they don't technology stack can be a little bit flaky at best. The other beautiful thing about Zoom is it's compatible on all devices um, and it's rock solid from iPhone to Android to iPad to Mac to PC. They have a downloadable application that works and works well. Um, The only additional thing I would point out as, is that for these shows and for some extent something you could consider if you're really going to really delve into the world of Zoom is an add-on which they utilize to add webinar functionality. And for doing presentations, bringing people in from the community into online debate. Um, for promoting yourself on Facebook and bringing guests in, it's probably something worth considering, even if you're not going to do your kind of normal webinar. And um, for this additional webinar add-on functionality, you have to pay an additional $40 a month. And they don't offer any kind of yearly discount um, or if you pay yearly for that 40 So it's best just to pay it monthly um, at $40. So for $52 um, a month, you get a pretty solid communication group broadcasting platform that has a lot of functionality, Robert. Perfect.
1: That's excellent. So guys, zoom is one tool. Zoom is as John has shared as a screen sharing tool and I'm bouncing around between it. For those of you that are going to go, going to circle back around and watch this, either you're tuning in live and you're seeing me do this live, or you're going to, you're going to circle back around and you're going to watch it on YouTube when John, when John puts up the YouTube video under the Mailrite YouTube channel or on the mail, right Website. I eventually copy the content and put it on inbound REM, but I'm usually somewhere between two and four weeks behind where we are at in terms of shows. So for rapid, rapid digestion, which I think a lot of you are going to be interested in, you're going to want to go to the MailRite sites right now. Um, and if you just want to go through old shows, you can go to either one of our, our sites and do it. John has uh, a great way that he puts on the text uh, part of our show into his show notes. And what I do is I rewrite the content and throw it up uh, like in a slightly different way on my site. I don't recommend, like either one is good. Neither one is a good, better or worse. Like you should just decide where you want to absorb that content because a lot of you are going to be inside your home. So if you're curious to know things that we've said on these topics in the past, definitely go to one of our two websites and look up old shows. But in terms of how do you leverage these tools or, or actually let me rephrase. There's other tools that you could use too. So these, this is one type of digital communication and it has a higher cost, but it has higher functionality as well. Other kinds of of tools that you could use where you could get a lot of free functionality and are as follows for those of you that are listening to the show and you're listening to it after we finished it grab your pen and piece of paper because I'm going to lay
0: some deep knowledge on you. I'm going to interrupt, actually. This is a good moment for us to go for our break. And when we're coming back, um, Robert will be giving some more great tips about some great free tools. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. opportunity moment for me to have the break to build suspense back over to you, Robert.
1: All right. So WhatsApp, uh, for those of you who have traveled internationally, you'll know, as I know, that this is the de facto communication tool that almost everybody uses for phone calls when they're, when they're traveling internationally. You can be in another country and avoid, uh, co- you know, carrier costs. WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. It is a rock solid Digital communications tool. I've already had my entire team download it as a backup option. Um, I know a lot of people don't know this, but Facebook has been building its own in- internet infrastructure in many parts of the world, which means that their network is using different uh, things than other people's internet, what networks is, which means that one tool may not work for you and another might, which is why we're going to recommend more than one tool that does the same thing. All right. So WhatsApp, that's a communication tool, very similar to Skype. In my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, WhatsApp is actually slightly better than Skype. Um, But Skype is definitely the more uh, like used tool. Almost everybody that I know has some kind of Skype account. They've been in the market of overseas communication, Internet communication for so many years. They got out in front of it way a long time ago. So Skype is the second recommendation. You can do screen shares in Skype. You can do person-to-person communication. You can do video chats. um, You can do most of the same thing with WhatsApp. I'm not an expert WhatsApp user. I've only used it for text messages and phone calls when I've been traveling overseas, but I de facto switch over to it when I move into overseas. So if any of you have overseas clients that have been talking to you about transactions in the US, actually WhatsApp is probably a better way to try to try to communicate with them than Skype is. That's why I'm bringing it up specifically. The other tools um, in terms of, and I know a lot of you don't, aren't aware of this, but anybody who's under 40 years old has already in many cases started to use tools like Instagram, like Facebook Messenger. They're oftentimes using these, these tools as what we who are older would have called text messaging tools. We used to use AIM back in the day. But now people have moved over to Facebook and Instagram. And these things can be used for text chat, FaceTiming. Um, uh, Actually, Facebook can be used for FaceTiming. And the interesting thing is, is that actually Facebook separated out the tools. So it's not Facebook that you're using when you're using communication. You're using Messenger. And what you want to do is you want to install Messenger, which is a separate application than Facebook, Um, and you want to, then you can probably do face-to-face communication with your clients. You can do what is the essential. If if you're an Apple user, you would call that FaceTime and you can use face-to-face communication. My advice, but how to use that is if people need to see specific elements in a home, you arrange a time with a homeowner where social distancing can be honored. In other words, they stay six feet away. But you come through the home with your phone using FaceTime or any of these tools, and you start to cover particulars in the home so that the, that the end user, your contractor, whoever it is, they don't have to. You drive there, you respect social distancing, you use FaceTime, and you move through to answering questions just like you would any other time, except now you've created an appointment with somebody to do it. For appointment setting, you use Google Calendar. Um, that's my favorite app. That's what John and I use consistently. And it connects into all your other Google tools and reminds you that you have an appointment. So the way that you do this specifically is you'd say, do you need to see something in the home with the client?
0: Yeah, I've got um, a little tip there, actually. Um, um, a lot of agents use Gmail, and Gmail is a great service, folks, but it's not it's not professional enough. And you certainly don't want to... Pro- have your email linked to your broker email address, which is allocated to you. So what's the alternative? Um, you want basically like um, right, So you could email me at jonathan at mail or robert at inboundrem.com. Now to get that set up, You don't actually necessarily need a website, but what you do need is a domain name. And you can do this through another service of um, Google called G Suite. I wouldn't buy the domain name through G Suite. A lot of people do that. I would advise you not to. What I would advise you to is buy your domain name so your um what your business is known as in your area, right? I would go to GoDaddy and spend about twelve dollars for a dot com with whatever your brand name in your local area is and buy that domain name. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be tempted by their two year, their three year plan. They they will try and upsell you. They will try and sell you a website, whatever they're trying to. Just keep it one year for that domain. It probably costs you between 12 and $18. And then the two providers that can provide you with Jonathan at whatever your business name is, is Google G Suite or another company called Zoho. Dot com. That's Z-O-H-O.com. Um, and it's, ZOHO does a number of services. So you want ZOHO mail. Now with G Suite, um, they will, it will cost you $6 a month for one inbox. Um, you can have multiple different email addresses going to that inbox. Like you could have support at mail write or sales at mail Um You can have up to 30 different emails, but they all go to the same inbox. If you want multiple inboxes, it can rapidly get a little bit expensive because each inbox will cost you another $6 per month. And they don't offer a yearly discount, Google. Now, with Zoho, if you go with one of their paid plans, they do offer a free plan, but it is a little bit crippled. But Zoho, you can get five inboxes for $1 a month. So you can get five inboxes for a team. So it would be Robert at Inbound REM, Patricia at Inbound REM. Five inboxes at five gig of space each for $1 a month. So it would cost you $12. And that's how you get a professional email address because using Gmail is great for personal email. I have a, a, a personal Gmail account, but I don't use it for my business. Do you think I, might, I haven't lost too many people, hopefully, Robert?
1: I don't think you have, but I am going to move past the uh, the, the email inbox stuff because there's a lot of other ground I want to cover and I don't want to keep everybody here for forever. Um, so, guys, that we've, we've talked about email a little bit, but guess what? Some of you, a lot of you, are going to have a sphere of influence. You're going to have uh, real estate clients that you've done business with for a long time and many of you have not yet... Done mass email out to these to these consumers, so my next tip is going to deal with how do you do that and not not get charged you know a ton of money right now and my my answer to that is Mailchimp it's far and away not the only service. only reason I'm talking about Mailchimp is because I use Mailchimp and they're an established provider they're probably going to have a better hardware and and network infrastructure. The reason that's relevant is that Real estate has not been a wildly digital business. John and I have talked about this forever. Like we've in many shows, you'll hear us saying, hey, real estate is behind other industries, but guess what? Real estate is having to catch up real quick right now, like real fast, because we're forced to to do business digitally. So talking about who has the infrastructure to handle increased traffic, increased emails is important. So I'm gonna recommend MailChimp because they let you send out a thousand emails without charging you. Their, their first basic account is free. They have a lot of YouTube, like instruction inside their, their, their tutorials are extremely good. And in comparison to other email providers, it's a very basic setup. It might take you 30 minutes to just figure out how to do your email template, keep it real basic, maybe even just text. And then it'll take you very little time. You're not trying to be fancy and just get your messaging out to your customers, get, get it out first. Talk about, the things that they can be doing to keep their family safe. And then of course, talk about the things that you're doing to protect their interest in terms of being a real estate interest business person. Like I'm going to do social distancing. These are the things I've been doing for my clients that are under contract because I promise you there are people out there right now that, that are thinking about, wow, you know, everybody knows, everybody that's read a single business book in their life knows that guys like Warren Buffett, they're looking at this entire marketplace as an opportunity. It's sad to say, and I'm not trying to say, let's let's not be hawkish about it, but it's just a reality as the market sinks, people that have been sitting.
0: I totally agree. Can I recommend an alternative to uh, MailChimp? Sure. Yeah, I would also look at a company called Lights. Um, they offer a good free plan that's very similar to MailChimp. But one of the good factors is if if you go above um, with MailChimp, if you go above the 2,000 subscribers, it can get very quickly quite expensive. Um, with Mailer um when you get to the limit and you have to pay... Um, it's much cheaper than MailChimp. And they they offer a very similar interface and product. And I've had quite a few clients that have been happy with it.
1: Uh, look, excellent. I know nothing about it, so I will not comment. But if John says it's good, you you should really look at it, especially if you have more than... A thousand people in your mailing list. I think that's what I heard you say is that this is a good alternative if you have a larger, a larger mailing list. Yeah. Because so that that's
0: one of the models. I think the main thing you've got to understand and why we're both suggesting either MailChimp or MailerLite is that you mustn't, mustn't use like what I've just described previously, either your Gmail, your Outlook or your Outlook account, your um, Gmail account, you mustn't utilize that for mass mailing. Um, The limit they place is 200 people per day. And if you go any way above that, they, they can just close your account because you've broken your terms and conditions. And it's very unlikely that those emails... If you're using your Outlook or your Gmail account, it's very unlikely that those emails will get into the main inbox of your target audience anyway. It's very likely they will end up in spam or the marketing folder of Gmail. Um, so you mustn't mustn't use them. And the other fact is a lot of people use the hosting provider. If they've got a hosting account with GoDaddy or Bluehost. Now, that's a better solution than using Gmail or Outlook, but those services, in my experience, they mostly end up in the spam folder. So listen to what Robert says about MailChimp or look at MailerLite.
1: All right. So we've talked about how to get messaging out via email. We've talked about how to call people. We've talked about how to do screen shares. Uh, at some point, uh, and John will kind of signal, but we're gonna we're gonna make physical uh, an incredible tip that was given on episode number two thirty two of the Mail Right Show, which you can find on John's website.
0: Okay. Well, I think we're gonna have to wrap up the podcast part of the show because we're getting, and you will be able to see that on the Mail Right YouTube channel, the Mail Right website, and on Inbound REM at some stage. So we're going to wrap up the podcast, but keep on listening, um, transfer to the the quickest way I normally publish on the MailRite YouTube channel, the quickest. So stay on to to find out this great tip that Robert's going to give us on our bonus content. But we're wrapping up the podcast part of the show. Robert, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to?
1: We're going to skip that today how How do we find out? Well, actually, we're not. inbound REM forward slash about. so I'm gonna make a special offer for the times that we're in. Um, i I don't usually press this, but I'm gonna do it right now. Hey, guys, if anybody, this is very complicated information. If you want a personal consultation with no obligation, I'm not gonna to try to sell you any services. I'm not gonna to try to sell you a website. If you just need to talk to somebody, to feel better about doing business digitally, you can go to inboundrem, That's inboundrem.com forward slash about, and you'll see a link at forward slash about forward slash. You'll see a link to my calendar. Just schedule a call with me and I will give you as much time as I, as I can afford to, at least an hour, maybe more, depending on the circumstance, but for no charge, no obligation, no anything. And I'll walk you through what you need to do uh, to to do, like to do digital properly for your real estate business.
0: No, I offer the same thing myself. If you want to go to the MailRite website and you want to book a consultation and go through um, some of the things we discussed on this, I'm always available. So both me and Robert are available to you um, as a resource for this so that's great that's, I think that's excellent value so we're going to close the podcast part of the show but continue the discussion which you'll be able to see on all on, on the Mail Right platforms we'll be back next week to help you some more with either internal discussion or a great guest with yes, stay tuned for the bonus yes, stay for the bonus we'll be back soon folks bye